the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deucey. Hello, internet. Yeah, we back in the fact. Don't know you had a long day, but let us inject. Sit back, relax, and have some cold beer. Gotta pay a few bills. Yeah, we're all clear. And it's Deuce on the loose. You know the tag team champs. Man, we get the biggest pop when we hit the ramp. The outlaws of the new age. And we still got love for the retro ways. You know, Nintendo. Sega Genesis, so many systems, your dreamcast and reminisce. So pull back the curtain and hit the booth, cause it's the happy hour podcast with Johnny and Duke. Yeah. Hello, internets. My name is Johnny Womack, and this is the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce. In today's episode, we have the amazing David Pasco back again. Amazing. I, I'm going to give you different adjectives. Okay, time. okay. One was the genius. One was the dashing, I think I said. One I was time. called a genius today by T.K. Cooper. So. Well, there you go. We'll so, yeah, we'll call it the genius. The Might genius David Pasco. We'll get You make your own shirt, and I'll yeah. wear it. Oh, good, good. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> uh, he's back with us, of course. Uh, we are the Happy Hour with Johnny Deuce. Um, and every episode of the Happy Hour, Johnny... I haven't even been drinking yet, and I'm already talking. No, about. I'm halfway through mine. Yeah, uh, every episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny Do starts off with a good old Do salute. Ooh, nice and crisp. The mountains of the bush light, um, brewed in the USA, US of A. Uh, drink responsibly, of course. Cheers, everyone drinking at home. And normally, when I have you on the episode, um, uh, we we have a lot in common. Our knowledge is our backgrounds, uh, our love of video games and tech and movies and music and all uh, yeah, that but everything wrestling it's is usually wrestling yeah. usually That's wrestling is where are the skies opened they parted because we make time for it the thing is we do. like it's true when i talk about wrestling a lot everyone's like that must be the only thing you're into and you've been to my house is like i think we've watched wrestling together very 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 little this is when we actually talk about it true usually i'm playing a board game or listening to music or you know going to find a craft brewery or a distillery or something like that some hipster activity that I find <laughs> to do that weekend. But very like I watch, I don't really watch cable TV. I watch wrestling because if yeah. I'm going to watch, spend time to watch television, that's what I make time to watch. Exactly. Uh, so here we are again. Here we are again. Of course, you remember we did, uh, what was it? The, did, uh, the preview Rumble? for the, yeah, for the Rumble, preview. which we were, cl- eh. I went we back both, and listened to it. We both had like, good points, and, but I, I, mine was very. I, I mean, both were wrong, but you right. had. But it was mine was the more like predictable answer. I we, did, and I was trying to go against the grain, being like, they won't give it to both Japanese superstars, right. and I was completely wrong. Yeah, what was it? The someone had was it an official post or did someone someone fan made made a. The uh, the official theme song being "Turning Japanese" yeah. by the Viper. That was me. I made that. Was that. you? Oh, okay. yeah, I made that. Cheers. Uh, yeah, Cheers. yeah, that was good. 80s music you... joke. Yeah, I said a... it to uh, Sean. You and did. Sean that's right. Hilarious. That's right. Yeah, cause that was really clever. Um, right. And uh... <laughs> I was wrong about that too, because it's a Kid Rock song. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Yeah. Well, we'll talk about that yeah. later, maybe if you want to. Maybe. <laughs> uh, we love we love wrestling, and we have two pay per views we want to talk about bef- that are before. The WrestleMania 34 mm-hmm. in New Orleans, Louisiana. Uh, first, I want to just say my hearts are with uh, New Orleans right now. Um, New Orleans Saints owner and New Orleans Pelicans owner uh, Tom Benson passed away at the age of 90 years old. Um, so after they did their, you know, 
deal with Drew Brees recently. I'm glad they were able to get that out of the way, but because I would have been really chaotic without the owner. But uh, yeah, he lived 90 years old. I wish I can stay that. I wish I can get to 90. You know, uh, 90 years old, and uh, hopefully, I don't know who they're going to have in place. If his wife's going to step in or whatever, she was always there by his side. So, uh, thoughts and prayers out to the um, uh, folks that are affected by it, and us Louisianimals, as Deuce likes to call us. Uh, uh, and uh, yeah, so. Now that we have that out of the way, uh, I want to talk about a couple of people before I get into the elimination chamber. Oh, no. So. I've never seen you have notes on the show before. So yeah, I'm yeah. kind of nervous. Yeah. No, no, it's okay. So, <laughs> you don't have to be nervous. Uh, <laughs> I'm growing my beard longer, if you've noticed, too. I'm, Is it because I'm, I'm really growing. Yeah. Okay, I think you're influencing me. Good. Keep it going. You have to go get a nice barbershop so it doesn't get wavy. Yeah. I, I'm about due about two yeah. weeks. Before yeah. I go to NOLA. Before I go out for Manny, Nola. Again. Now, now you you call it like the cool people. Yeah. Nola. Nola. Yep. Uh, but uh, yeah, so I want to I want to talk about uh, Ronda Rousey real quick. Sure. So she obviously they did a signing because that's not an official match that happened in Elimination Chamber. Right. She, she appeared. She right. debuted um, officially at Rumble. Right. And then she signed at uh, Chamber. And she's been doing well. She's been doing a lot of press tour she went on the ellen degeneres show Mm -hmm. she's been all over talking about her love of wwe she's been a fan forever it's not like they just picked someone that never knew what the product was uh because not everyone that's uh ufc mma fighter is into wrestling professional wrestling so she's been a fan forever uh it was was awesome to hear her passionate talk about uh, roddy roddy piper and how she's able to take the name and then you said something about the brother someone's brother flew in the jacket her uh, Piper's son. Piper's son flew, flew in. in the jacket. That was his when she debuted. Yeah, that was Roddy's actual jacket. That's awesome. Yeah, and then she get she did a photo shoot with it and handed it back. I think there was a video on WWE dot com that they posted her with the photo shoot and then handing it back to his son and that being that's cool. the deal going. So that's yeah, awesome. that was a really cool thing. So I'm I'm excited to see what they do with her. Uh, she's had a couple, if you want to call them promos, quote unquote promos, mm-hmm. where she's just kind of talked. Uh, recently at the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view, which we'll get into the full details of Elimination Chamber in a minute, uh, but they, they had a, a signing. And um, you want to describe what happened at that? Do I want to describe what happened? Yeah. Well, it's I'll, I'll start from the beginning. So at Rumble, she comes out at the end, um, I think kind of squashed the the win for Asuka, kind of. I think it did, yeah. Deflated it it kind of deflated it. Yeah. And because she, if she came out and had something to say, it would have been one thing. Or... She came to the ring and pointed and then pointed again and then left and got to the stage and pointed at the WrestleMania sign where she should have just came out on the stage, pointed at the WrestleMania sign and then yep. credits, you yep. know, that should have been it. They should have put up the, the copyright signature and the, yep. it was just, she was out there and they didn't give her a mic. So it was just awkward. Yeah. She's there smiling. Big smile. Right. As soon as she came through the entrance, that should have been it. Yeah. Now, with the signing. Yeah. The signing, I'm glad it wasn't... Well, WWE, usually on air, especially on a pay-per-view or on Raw, won't waste time just doing something generic and bland. Sure. Yeah. It usually spins into a storyline. I kind of had a feeling, and where it's escalated to from her signing, and then there being a swerve where she'll have a match against... Stephanie, you, you kind of saw that was, it was going to be it that way, yeah. but I knew it was never going to be a singles match. It was going to be 
a mixed tag because now they're, they're going to do the mixed tag with her and Kurt versus uh, Triple H and Stephanie. And you know, Kurt Angle and Triple H are going to do the heavy lifting through that match. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't see her getting in the ring a lot, especially against Stephanie. But Stephanie is a trained wrestler. She is, yeah. And she's been in the industry forever where Ronda, because even though, though Stephanie's not the best wrestler, she knows how to sell in yep. the ring. And I think that's where. I think they're getting the best of both worlds where you have someone who can f- fight but can't sell versus somebody, you know, who can sell but not fight right. type thing. So what do I think about the whole – like, what do you mean, like, how the whole yeah. thing's going down? I think it's fine. Um, I think it's cool that she's getting on a lot more mainstream media, knowing that who she is. It's going to open more doors. This is obviously something WWE wanted. Uh, it's something The Rock did for years, oh, yeah. but he was a transition celebrity. And you got you know pieces here or there when like Chris Jericho did da- Dancing with Stars and when Lesnar first got in. And anything that makes a buzz on ESPN on, and on the internet and wherever else. But being on you know, Ellen and some of these other shows... That's not something WWE was able to do with a signed talent full time. Maybe Cena, but Cena's you know right. You know he's pretty it, much right. Said, they like, wanted someone new yeah. and exciting, and it was right. a a mainstream name sure. in um in sports. And I yeah. think that I think that's what they really want for Ronda. I don't see her. I'm glad they didn't put her in a match right away against any of the the female talent on raw or SmackDown. I think it's smart the way they're building her. Yeah. Even though she's going to be full time, I think they should do the same thing or almost the same builds as Brock Lesnar being like, don't have Rhonda wrestle on TV. Yeah. Keep her to pay-per-views. Make it a big deal. Keep her to maybe every other pay-per-view. Make it a big deal when she gets in the ring and make sure she's ready. Right. And don't put her. She could probably do a couple squashes. They could probably get around, get away with at least two or they three. They want to protect her physically as well as her brand. Protect that IP that right. she's because she's got this whole industry behind her that of these fans that they want to bring over cross promoting. Right, there are UFC fans there. Be like, oh, look at Ronda Rousey, you know. Right, and you're almost kind of the way WWE's done it. They've done such. A, I think they've done a really good job of making you forget that her UFC ending wasn't. You kind of just right, forget that right. she had a rough couple of matches at the end. Yeah, she lost what two or three of her last couple of matches. Right. In, pretty uh, bad, knockouts, like pretty yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah one but she Bones. also defended that belt more than anyone else in a year. She took probably too many matches. She probably within did, a yeah. year, or yeah, two year span. But um, I'm predicting right now. Which my predictions? Predictions. Her first win will be against Mandy Rose because then Mandy Rose could be the first woman. Defeated by Ronda Rousey, first woman eliminated for the women's Royal Rumble, and the first woman <laughs> to be eliminated from the women's Elimination Chamber. Oh my god! And it'd be that—that's the Triple Crown. That's, that's the that's, that's the, the new Triple. That's crown. the Kurt Hawkins Triple Crown <laughs> of WWE. So let's let's talk about the women's uh, Elimination Chamber. So yeah, um, so jump. I know I'm jumping ahead on your notes, but I so segued. You're you segued we're gonna really do it. well. Yeah. yeah, it's totally it's totally good. So. Let's go over who is in it. Um, Alexa Bliss, Bailey, Mickey James, Mandy Rose. Sha- I almost want to say Shasha. Um, Shasha. Sasha Banks. Shasha Banks. Shasha Banks. Uh, Sasha Banks and Sonya uh, Deville. Oh. <laughs> so oh, on sorry. paper, the on paper, it is on paper. 
You're literally, reading I'm reading it from right. <laughs> from a piece of paper, uh, recycled paper. So safe treats. Uh, it looks like a pretty good matchup. I I don't know much about Mandy Rose to be honest, other than what she's done with Goldust. So I don't really have a lot of in ring to go in off. In ring, of. I have seen her many times in NXT. Oh, have you? Okay. She's fine. Like she's not. She never did anything in the ring that made me think she's terrible or she's the next best thing. Sure. Um, now when we get to Sonya Deville, I have a totally different you opinion about that. Say, I think yeah. I brought that up before. You have. Uh, but no, Sonya Deville and Mandy, for those, she they were on Tough Enough. Right. And yeah. now they're part of Ascension. Right. Ascen- not Ascension. No. Uh, Absolution. Absolution. With uh, Ascension Paige. would be amazing. That would be awesome, right? I would love them. We saw it. My brain was clicking with you. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure, sure, yeah. sure, sure. Uh, no, uh, with Paige. <laughs> uh, Absolution with Paige. Uh, which Paige, is is she like, she can't they, work. I, well, no one thinks the rumor is she can't work. They haven't made her retire yet, so I think it's because she's so young in her career. Sure. They don't want to put, you know, the close the the book on her career yet. I think that she's like they did with Daniel, where like Daniel got hurt. WWE's like, okay, we're done. We'll never be in ring again. And now he's getting cleared, but WWE's like, nope. Yeah, that's it. You're yeah. like, like you're done. Same thing that happened with Flair. Sure, they made yeah. Flair retire, and the Flair's like, I feel like I got a couple TNA. matches left in yeah. me, and then he went to you know, yeah. TNA. But uh, so yeah, so Paige manages them or yeah. valets them or yeah. whatever that deal is. The problem with Raw now, especially after the pay per view, and they're building to these other storylines, uh, especially with Ronda, um, and uh, the other the other participants were Mickey James. Uh, Mandy Rose, Sasha Banks, Bailey. So Sasha and Bailey, uh, being in the, they had that swerve where Sasha uh, turned on Bailey. You think you're better than me? She said that. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah. I, that's a good storyline, but I don't think it's going to make the WrestleMania card. No, I don't think so. I either. think there's too many other women's matches between the SmackDown Championship, the Raw Women's Championship which they're built to, and the match with Ronda. But now they're going to do, uh, we'll talk about this later, the um, fab, Fabulous Moolah. Memorial Bat- Battle Royal. Memorial Battle Royal that they might rename later. Because yeah. guess what? Wrestling yeah. fans are upset about stuff. They are. Surprise. But the women in that match, uh, I thought the match was fine. Yeah. I thought it was really good. I think Alexa and Sasha and Mickey did a really good job. Bailey, I just... I feel as though they just need to repackage her because she's just very bland. I'm glad they're giving her a storyline, but like I said, I don't feel as though there's enough time. They're not going to give them the time they need to to tell that storyline right. between now and April. So I think that's going to go kind of back burner. So that might have been a lot of wasted energy to do the swerve sure, when they sure. did. And then, so, yeah. So uh, well, I think the problem with Bailey is I think WWE – Obviously, they mishandled her. Uh, she was so over in NXT, but it's also one of those things where NXT doesn't necessarily translate to top card, top you know, top dollar. So right. I, I, I envisioned her as being like the female John Cena, where she could have been like, oh, you know, kind of like a ambassador for females going right. out. I'm not saying she doesn't do that now, no, no, but no. like she's a hugger and she sells merch. She's you know, interactive right. and all that stuff. Good, good social think media. With Bailey, I when you look at when the other women. Came over from NXT when they when they did Charlotte, Sasha, and uh, Becky Lynch all at the same time. Mm-hmm. 
if the you look at when they woman. said that, right? Yeah. Well, no, no, yeah. But when they did the first um, teams, remember oh, they yeah, did yeah, like yeah. the the three three women teams. That's right. Yeah. And they did um, team bad, which was Naomi. Oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, Tamina and Sasha. Yeah. And then it was Becky. Becky, Charlotte, and Paige. 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 Yeah. Paige, and they were. I forget what they end up naming them. They had a really bad name. I don't remember. I it was I so forget. bad we don't it remember. It was bad. It yeah. was bad. It, um, but not team bad. No, not team bad. <laughs> but they had a chance to kind of evolve because they had other senior talent, more veteran women's wrestlers around them. Sure. To kind of be like, hey, if you can't carry the mic and blah blah. But if you go back and watch them to where they are now, they've evolved. Where I think Bailey came in and they're like, I think they gave Bailey. They gave her the belt at an awkward time because she broke Charlotte's streak. Yeah. But they should have did that at Mania. They didn't. They right. did it at the pay-per-view right. before Mania. And mm-hmm. then she had to defend it at Mania. And they're like, yay. That was about it. And I think after she hits, you come in as a champion and you win as a champion. Where do you go from that? Like, what else do they do with Bailey without changing her character completely. It's like, you've already done the upper echelon stuff. Well, and she's kind of faded into the background. She has. And I also feel like they already miss messed her character up when there's that moment where her and Sasha were talking. She's like, Oh, well you're going to cheat. Are you going to cheat to get this belt? Are you going to mm-hmm. actually keep, she ended up keeping the belt and people were like, Oh, she going to heel turn now. And it was really confusing confusion for like the internet wrestling community, right. but also this, the average audience was like, but I'm supposed to love her. I'm supposed to hug her. Like she's supposed right. to be this champion of of, of of awesomeness and happiness and positivity. Right. And now she's like keeping a, a belt that she didn't actually. She won that was kind of fishy and like people were like, oh, what well, do you want to give the belt away because you know you didn't win clean or that's not what they said, but you know what I mean. But and, I and, and then they were like, and it was to me that was confusing because I was like that was really early on too when they brought her over right, and right. They did that. I thought that was really. We spent a lot of time, more time on Bailey than I think we ever ever planned on a podcast. Right? But no, it's coming out of that. You know, Alexa is or Alexis is doing everything perfect. Like she's doing everything that's expected of her. Um, you know, she did that. That uh, kind of swerve shoot promo at the oh, interview perfect. at the end. I loved it. And. It, you know, that kind of exemplifies her character. Now they're building the storyline between her and Nia, which they started almost immediately that night when she lost to uh, Nia, lost to Oscar. Right. Very, very smart on that. Um, and then the Ronda Rousey thing. And then I know we'll get to it, but Oscar now challenging Charlotte for the women's yeah. is perfect yeah. because Oscar does has, there's no place to tell three stories on raw no. leading up to right. uh, mania there. There's no room for it. Right. So putting Oscar on, you know, the blue brand makes complete sense because you have enough time. Because if not, it was going to deflate that being like, oh, by the way, Oscar also has a match. Yeah. Yay. And it just wouldn't yeah. have worked. I agree. And yeah. putting her now, she can flex between both shows, which she did this week, makes complete sense of like, now we're getting a lot more exposure of sure. her. Mm-hmm. So people are ready for that character or her character to wrestle charlotte so i think mickey james uh she i'm I'm interested to see what they're gonna do with her she's the cassius ono of the raw women's division now what i mean by that cassius ono and nxt 
wrestles everybody who's hot out of the box and he's the barometer mm-hmm. if hey they're they're good enough to make it here and being like he can lose a thousand times but people are like oh my god it's chris hero right we love yeah. him no matter exactly. what like, there's yeah. no he's right. got permanent echelon you right know? and mickey's that same way with everybody. mickey's the yeah. same way in the yeah. women she can lose yeah. But you still believe she can win the next one. But she's a seasoned veteran, so you can, you know, put right. somebody with her and she can, you know, right. um, help them out and help build their character and all that stuff. Exactly. So exactly. I think it's good. And well yeah, because her and Alexa had a had a little feud or whatever. I don't even know if that's still Right. Well now they're they're teammates or they're right. they're friendly again. Yeah. Which I it's weird because Mickey kind of flip flops heel face. She does, yeah. But we don't care. No. She's when she gets in the ring, she's, she's she puts on a solid, solid match. Yep. Yes. Yep. So uh, Favorite spot of the night uh, for Elimination Chamber for the females was uh, Alexa Bliss's Twisted Bliss from the top of the pod. That she's for those who don't know, she is five foot one, so she's she's a tiny girl. Mm-hmm. To be able to do that off the top of the pod and make it look good and clean and powerful for right. such a small frame, I thought she nailed that. I thought she did a great job. Actually, she did it on Sasha, right? I think I believe so. Yeah. Sasha, I don't think sold. I don't think Sasha prepared herself. I think she got hurt, hurt a little bit, just the way she was grabbing. I know they're trying to sell it, but like she did, they did a really good job. I mean, she's only hundred pounds or whatever, but uh, really awesome spot. It made Alexa look awesome because the only thing with Alexa Bliss, I love her. I think she's fantastic. I think she's money. I think she's what Eva, Eva Marie, who's the redhead. Oh yeah, she's what WWE wanted Eva Marie to be. Right, you want a pretty face on I the billboard that so. could wrestle, that could be great. People right. can love. I think now Alexa Bliss is that pretty yeah. face they can put on the trucks, they can put on the billboards, but she can back it up. She's for you know two time champion right. and all that stuff, so she's got the acumen now to build. The, and it's someone that us as the IWC uh, actually really likes too. We're like, oh, she's really good. She's good in the ring. She's right, got right. good ring IQ and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, good ring awareness. Uh, but I thought that was a great spot. Um, right. Bailey just kind of fluttered. I, right. I the whole turn and all that, I didn't care. I, you didn't I care. Kinda, and, I didn't care. Like I said, the story doesn't feel like it's going anywhere. It's going to be like a filler right. type thing. But even in three hours of TV leading up to Mania, there's so much other things going on right. that's hard to narrow down on that. I thought the most impressive spot for the women's chamber was Sonya Deville got in and out of the chamber without tripping over big ass feet. Very impressed. Uh, Those kids see. I'm, able, I'm she, holding back laughter. <laughs> <laughs> this is an audio. She's terrible footwork. I yeah. I still don't understand when they did this bump up. I kind of understand M- Mandy because they lost that hot blonde, and I'm right, not right, being right. sexist. No, no, I'm but yeah. that has always had. There's always been somebody that's had that kind of Spot. look and feel. On Raw, especially right. Vince runs the show. Jerry Reynolds, for example. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, Toy Wilson. Right. A lot of right. uh, Stacey Keebler. Right. We can go. Uh, you Trish, know, Stratus. Trish Stratus. Yeah. yeah. They didn't have someone like that. They had Alexa, but Alexa turned into more is more of an athlete right. than like a good looking female wrestler diva, type yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. D- yeah the kind of diva. diva. Right. But yeah. the diva look. Yeah. So exactly. I understand why they brought her up. But sure. like Sonya Deville. Why? Why? I've seen her wrestle live so many times, and it's just, it's it was almost painful. I've seen her wrestle so much. She wrestled Ruby Riot on TV for NXT, and Ruby just did all the work. And I was just like, why? Why did they call her up? It should have been the iconic duo. It should have been right. uh, Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. Should have right. got the call up, because they're ready. Right. They're excellent, excellent. Amazing. And then with Paige, 
would have been hilarious because they're super entertaining. They are very, they are very, very, very I agree with that, actually, yeah. in hindsight. That but is, anyways, I digress. Anyways, uh, so other highlights sure. uh, that I really liked. I, I want to talk about the Asuka Naya match. Uh, I actually I actually really liked it. I don't know yeah. what your thoughts are on it. I, I think it, sh- it made Naya look strong. It made her look powerful. She she was lifting Asuka like she was a like a right. like nothing, you know. So the the issue they're having with Asuka and they're going to have as long as they're keeping the streak going is they need to put her against believable opponents for her to either A win the belt or B lose the streak. Right. So setting her up against someone like Naya, it's believable that she'll either get the title shot or and and the streak or, you know, like Naya is a believable opponent. You couldn't put in I wouldn't even say Mickey James, not even Bailey. Like there's certain opponents that maybe Sasha uh Alexa of course not cuz she's champion, but you're not going to put her against like Mandy Rose or right. Sonya Deville or uh anyone else and be like Oh, she's a believable threat to derail Oscar's momentum going to Mania. Yeah, Nia was a believable threat. She put on probably one of her better matches, but yep. she's in there with. And this isn't me bashing the the women on Raw. It's because they've aligned Nia with Alexa, so we haven't seen that match. Right. She does really good against women who really wrestle her or give her a challenge in a match. So Oscar was the perfect opponent where Oscar couldn't do, you know, the big spots or the um, submissions weren't working and the the strikes weren't working. So she had to get that pin in. She had to sneak that pin in. So I thought it put Oscar kind of in the corner, like she had to she had to work from under, which right. I haven't seen her wrestle like that ever. I've seen her once again. I've seen her wrestle live a qu- quite a bit, Oscar, right. and she has a very dominant style. And I, I think that was a good. Uh, I, I'd like to see that match again. I, I think it could be a match that industry in in the near future, or they do some right. sort of rubber match or whatever. Uh, they fight again or whatnot. But I think Nia, she obviously has issues with in the past of you know have to try to be careful with who you're because right. she is really. I mean, she's a big woman, so like she even like she was lifted. She lifted up Oscar like over right. her shoulders, like like she was a heavyweight. It was mm-hmm. crazy. Uh, and Oscar looked like she was actually kind of in trouble there for a little while. You were kind of like, wait a minute, Oscar. Obviously, she kicked on at the end, and and you know she did win, but Oscar uh, did win. But I felt like it was one of those things where you were like, all right, good job, Oscar, or good job, mm-hmm. Naya. You know, you you did a great job. You should be proud of yourself, Oscar. You don't want to derail, like you said, derail their right. person tomorrow. Her and her now she's gonna. They're setting up her match with Charlotte, and um, they're set, now not jumping ahead. This, no, no, this, you're fine. This thought just. Smack sure. me in the face. Sure. So the theme for WrestleMania weekend across the board is Southern wrestling versus Japan. Let me state this real fast. So jumping ahead, Nakamura, Styles, Asuka, Charlotte. We are also getting Ring of Honor. Ibushi. Ibushi well, Hangman Page. Right. Was signed today. today yeah. As of this yeah, recording. Yeah, th- yeah, and then Omega... Rhodes or right. Cody Cody. Yeah. And I'm just like, that's the theme for this yep, year. It that's is. it. Yep. It's Japan versus deep South. That's like it. it's fantastic. <laughs> it, and like, yeah. Cause it's the two more. And it's exciting to think because they're definitely the style wrestling that have the deeper legacies. 
that have the more the tr- more traditional wrestling. Right. You know, um, where you know you have your Ric Flairs, but then you also have your Great Mudas and Ultimo Dragons and stuff like that. So it's very neat to see that that's happening this year, especially in a southern state. Like I'm glad they're not doing these in Michigan. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh no, 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 that <laughs> yeah, makes they, sense. yeah, yeah. You, you, the crowd's gonna be up and up and for it. So with saying that, Oscar Charlotte, which we find out next pay per view, but still, let's jump ahead talking about Oscar's sure. road to WrestleMania. Makes a lot of sense. Believable opponent. Um, I didn't want to see her against Alexa because it felt like that was going to be a squash match. Sure. Um, and not anything against Alexa, but there's no story there. Right. But having this undefeated champion go against the most established women's champion yep. on the roster yep. today, that just that's a big match. It that is. feels like a big women's match. Yeah. So. I like it. If it's like, you know, a big fight match, you know, like if you were a boxing or something. Which they like need it. for the, yeah. the women's. You know, I think. And I think if Oscar wins, I think it's great that if they take her off Raw and she ends up on SmackDown, because with Ronda now, Ronda's going to throw a lot of Still, a this. lot of shade. There's going to be a lot of yep. shadows where they're going to be like, Ronda's here. She's getting she's getting this fifth. She's getting this commercial break. She's yep. getting this five minutes. She's true. getting this ten minutes. I that's think that's what's going to happen. Very, yep, that's yeah, that's true. Well, Ronda on the mic will sell more than these women in the ring for ten minutes. Oh yeah, absolutely. because it's and it's not anything against them. Once again, yeah, but it's about numbers, advertisement being like that opens a whole new revenue source from sure. WWE from yeah. from sponsors that they never had before being like, oh yeah, Ronda Rousey. That means. When Ronda comes on and it hits social media, media, and they do it, if you watch uh, on Twitter or anything else, when she comes out, immediately there's a gif of her entering the ring. Yeah. Like, that's like th- th- 10 seconds old. They yeah. immediately do it and then post it because they know people online be like, oh, Ronda's on. Turn yep. the channel. Yep. Trust me. All those it, numbers are going to be yep. out. Yeah. It'll, so. it'll be awesome. So I'm glad Asuka's going to the wrestling show. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just real quick, sure. Um, because we're on the elimination chamber, sure. Just gonna go quick because we you, we mentioned earlier that, or maybe it was before we were taping sure. about uh, Matt Hardy versus Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt, um, match wasn't bad. Um, I'm glad they were doing the little trick stuff. I final deletion is coming up, right? Uh, I hope final deletion runs into Mania. I like them against each other. So do I. Yeah. I want to see Bray do better because mm-hmm. I just feel like Bray just loses to everybody now. And I don't understand where the threat is with him, knowing that he just keeps winning. Well, so. and that's the thing. Uh, the reason I'm bringing it up is because it was like a polar oh, opposite of, of last year. When think about it, a year ago, who was WWE champion? Bray Wyatt. He won an Elimination Chamber. So, right. And look where he's at now. I kind of feel like he needs something to help <clears throat> motivate him, excite him, because I feel right. like he might be going just going through the motions as well as a person. Right. I think they need to find something for him to do again. Because that and Randy I, Orton I, thing was. We'll get to Randy yeah. Orton in a second. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. What no, do we I, got next? No, no. I was just saying, like, I, I, I like the idea of them. I, I think it can build something. Big right. But I think Bray needs to beat Matt in a significant way. Yeah. Or at least match him. You know, I'd rather see this feud end in, like, a stalemate than a winner sure. loser because it won't look. E- First of all, it's weird. It's definitely something that's not. It's entertaining. Yeah. But it's not wrestling. It's entertainment. Right. Um, what they're doing with them. And that's great because it's something different. It breaks up the show. Mm-hmm. You know, just not having them do a straight match to do the goofy. Like, if you go back and we, oh, 
I hate that I'm bringing this up. The what was the stupid Bray Wyatt the House of Horrors House of match? Horrors match, yeah. Oh, God. So um, that was taped at night when it was daytime. Right. That whole just ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. But so if we go back, I'm holding my face while I'm saying this. If you go back to doing that type match, which I'm not saying they should, but take Randy Orton out of it, put Matt Hardy in that situation. That's much more entertaining. It's an instantly better match. There's a ton of other people where since that happened and they can kind of learn from their mistakes. I think Bray not being a quote unquote wrestler on TV, but being this entity and putting like, imagine putting the fashion, uh, Breezango fashion police and in the house of horrors match (laughs) or like, you're laughing about it because they could do like a whole Scooby-Doo thing. Like, I guess they exactly, could. <laughs> right? But they could like, there's a way more entertaining people who are good at the entertainment shtick um, than Randy Orton that sure. they could plug in there. And Matt Hardy is perfect for that. I agree. Yep. And Bray Wyatt's like, they're, they're great against each other. I would like to see this feud last the year. Have them literally. That's the only people they're going against. Forget about belts, other feuds, tag matches, and just... Hardy Wyatt for a year. That'd be awesome. I want to see a year of Final Deletion from Mania to Mania. That would be dope. Would be so dope. I would be totally into that. So dope. Yep, I'd be totally because into Because they would that. be, because they hired uh, Jeremy Borash. Right. Just to help produce these segments. Yep. And I'm like, that's amazing. They want it to feel authentic. They want and, it, yeah, they, they don't want it, I mean, to, to be, to play devil's advocate, they don't want it just to be WWE's tame down version of no they, they i want think him, they, they want it right they need to raise it to 11 they do immediately yeah so. so that i'm excited about that uh last thing on the elimination chamber uh i wanted to just talk about the men's match the men's match sure aka braun Strowman's. okay so we'll just i'm just yeah. gonna say it out there yeah braun did awesome he deserved to win that match he did um, I fell asleep during this match. I woke up and I saw Roman Reigns and I'm like, you got to be kidding me again. Again. You thought you were in a nightmare. I thought <laughs> I thought I traveled. I thought it was like Donnie Darko. Oh I God. thought I traveled back in time being like, what? It's 2014. What, what? is going on? Oh, my God. Uh, or 2015. But yeah. I'm just like, you got to be kidding me. You just yeah. had this guy destroy the best. Everyone's fan favorites. The best heel and the established face, all in the same show, to give it back to Roman. For, Doesn't make sense to do what with Bray, right? Or what Bray uh, with Braun. Uh, Braun? Yeah, to do what Braun, with him? Yeah. And which we found out he won the tag team title shot. Whatever the hell that means, I don't know what that. But means. But <laughs> I'm like, he should at least get another title shot or be the number one contender from whoever comes out of mania. Something need to do something else with this guy. Right. Cause he's entertaining. He's a legit monster. He's really, for a big man, he is really good in the ring. He is. We haven't seen a big man work like him since Kane. Right. And Taker. Like he's up there. He is. Yeah. He really does. Now, that it. whole segment. What really made me shine for him was the whole segment. Uh, the Elias thing. When he came out with the big cello. hilarious. And he sang really good. I was like, not, wow. He's... Not even that. When he broke it, he just rolled with he it. Did, like yeah. he didn't stop a beat. He just shrugged and kept going with it. I'm like, Improv, this is what you on the need. Spot, you need oh, that. You yeah. just need it. And, and, I, and he's so over. The and crowd was eating it up. And they're proving that they can put him with anyone. He can work with anyone. Yep. He can do funny. Which is rare. Get... You think about it. How hard that is. Because some people don't work well with others. They, they just right. don't. They don't have a good chemistry in the ring. And... Especially, once again, a big man that does that. Right. You know, there's been very, very few, like, 
Put big Kaz in that. Put Titus O'Neil in that situation. They're not going to be able to do it. And Braun's twice as big. Yeah. And he's just he can be funny and terrifying. And the same, I feel the same way about Oscar. She's she's unexpectedly funny. Yeah. When you don't expect her to be. Right. Um. And Braun's the same way. Yep. So it's excellent. I will give excellent two two kudos to. Uh, uh, to Finn Balor and um, Rollins because uh, they I, I I forgot how good they are in the ring together. Oh yeah, and because we haven't seen it in a while since right. the injury, uh, I guess they're being a little protective of that. I don't know why, but I just thought they did a great job. Even Miz, I was like, our oh, Miz was taking some good spots, and Miz was be- playing the you know the the snotty heel and being like, oh I want to I want to do this, I want to do that, and then he gets tossed over like a rag doll from uh, off the top of the pod from Braun Strowman. I think uh, there was some good spots. I think. The deal with those three, and now they're going into a match together for the I say, which I like. So do I. But I feel as though if you plugged any of those guys into the universal title shot, I'd be okay with it too. Same. Yep. I think this is a, they're on the card, um, especially Finn and Rollins being on it. Miz can sleep at night being like, oh geez, I can you know I'm actually going to be you know it's not a pre-show match. It's not that right. it's been like. There's enough talent inside this match that I'm going to be, you know, uh, the turn of an hour either. Sure. You know, even if the, they're the opening match, which most likely the, there's a good chance they will be. Right. That are a tag match. But usually the IC is within the first hour sure. on uh WrestleMania show. It's still a really good. Sh- it's going to be a really good match. Yeah. Uh, because if you have two guys that can really work and then you have that that slime ball heel that will just win at any cost. Uh, it definitely makes the dynamic a lot different on um going into a triple threat especially at wrestlemania so yeah so uh, I'm that was I, that one. kudos to them i thought they put off a pretty good spot right because um, you yeah, think braun wasn't till like the fifth uh, la- almost the second to the last before he right. got picked out and then of course elias which he's another whole i, I think know. he i think he's a guy who's gonna lose a lot of momentum going into mania I because so i don't too. think they have anything for him to do yeah. and knowing that he's not going to be in a big match yeah they're not going to spotlight him as much right so that's that's a shame then hopefully he can kind of keep his momentum going and he'll probably end up in the andre the giant battle royal probably. or something yeah. silly like that um but i mean he's got decent momentum at, with the crowd at least but maybe like he'll said, be bronze tag partner <laughs> uh speaking of tag uh, real quick uh the match wasn't all that memorable uh worldwide ooh, ooh. Uh, versus the bar. Uh, that was completely a, forgot that was that was in the match. The that bar, wasn't a raw match. That was on a pay per view. That was on a pay per view. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Oof. But I, I, <laughs> I don't know what they're doing with Apollo Cruz. The guy has all the ability in the world to be a huge superstar, but he just—they don't have anything to do. He's too. He's too nice. He smiles too much. I don't know what it is, but he just doesn't. When he's on, when you see him doing his stuff, you're like, all right, he's cool. They took, they took him out of NXT too. Soon. I will way say that soon, yeah. way too soon. He yeah. need, he could have yeah. been there another eight months. He right. could at least had another title run. He needs to have a, a pedigree of matches under his. belt. I think there was a, a time where they could have tried to work him as a heel in house shows, and um, see how that worked because he might have been able to pull it off. Yeah, I really think he needs a more of a. Um, I wouldn't say like a Paul Heyman, but someone, another, a more aggressive manager where like Titus is a manager, but then he's his tag partner. And it's just a weird dynamic. I think yeah. they need to establish being like, 
all right, Titus is in this position. He's not a wrestler because they moved Akira Tozawa's at 205, but he's not part of Team Titus anymore. No. If he is, they don't bring it up. I don't think so. And then Dana Brooke only comes out 50% of the time. So I yeah. don't understand what they're doing with that gimmick. Neither do I. And it's not evolving. It's kind of just it is what it is. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, shout out to the bar's new T-shirt. I really like it. The bar is not it's open nice. for business. Yeah. I I, really, I think it's clever. Play on words. Uh, you talked about commercials earlier. We're going to take a small commercial break, and we'll be right back with the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by Retro Game Treasure. Retro Game Treasure is an amazing monthly subscription service. They send you custom tailored boxes straight to your door from the video games that you love. You go on there, you have a wish list, you have your console of choice. They'll send you games from an assortment of consoles like NES, Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, Sega CD, Sega Dreamcast, Sega Game Gear, Game Boy Color, Xbox, PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, GameCube, and many more. Now announcing they are delivering straight to you Nintendo DS games and PSP games. What do the listeners of the Happy Hour get, Deuce? Put in Happy Hour in the promo box and you'll get $2 off your order. Remember, with Retro Game Treasure, you get classic video games delivered every month. Go to RetroGameTreasure.com. Pick your consoles, set your preferences, and add to your wish list. And don't forget to tell them that the Happy, Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. And we're back with the happy hour with Johnny Deuce. And, of course, I'm here with my good friend, David Pascoe, the genius. David the genius Pascoe. Um, you're, you can find him on Instagram at citizen underscore, un, citizen underscore cold. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm usually harassing wrestlers about something I've designed. Yeah. He's hoping a, that one of them messages me and says, hey, can you send me that PD, PNG file? I'm exactly. like, yes, sir. It, hey, it's worked twice. There you go. Works yeah. for David Starr and TK Cooper. So Both awesome shirts, by right. the way. Um, you can find on... Pro Wrestling Tees. Pro yeah. Wrestling Tees. Yep. Uh, the, um... I wasn't sure if they were on Big no, Cartel no, no. or anything. No, uh, this one that I'm currently wearing that you helped me edit, sir, um, was a pre-order only from TK Cooper's Big Cartel. Sweet. Um, he sells it at house shows, but only in the UK. Sure. Um, and then... Um, but him and Dahlia, the South Pacific Power Couple one, is still on there. And then I have a David Starr one, which is called Brothers. It looks like the uh, Black Keys. Black Keys yeah. Brothers. Yeah. And it's a, uh, but it's David Starr themed. Awesome. Um, he loved it. I made it in like five, six you, minutes. You, you, let me tell you this. When I first saw it, I was like, is this, this shirt looks so familiar. And I, I couldn't put my finger right. on it. I'm like, but this is really cool. This is clever. It yeah. made me laugh when I read it. Yeah. I laughed out loud when I read yeah. it. I'm like, that's clever. And then, and then you told me in hindsight what your influence, inspiration was. I'm like, holy shit, that yeah. makes sense. So it was like, funny because I, bu- I just got it. The, I sat down to have lunch. Amazon delivered uh, my LPs. I had like I ordered like six LPs at once, records for the latecomers. Um, and I opened up one of those brothers. So I'm sitting there, and because LPs have extended art, mm-hmm. I was really excited about that one because I had it in CD when it came out in 2011. I'm like, oh, it was just really funny because it's so – you know, if you've never seen it, go ahead and just look online so you know what I'm talking about. And I, I sat with my phone because I designed all my stuff on my phone first. And I, I did a David Starr theme because I'm like, David Starr is very literal. He uses a lot of words and stuff sure. like that. Yeah. And I made it in like five, six minutes, just nothing. I threw it on my Instagram. And in like within three minutes, 
he messaged me saying, hey, can I get that PNG? Yeah. He goes, I want to put that on Pro Wrestling Tees today. It's he goes, like, I love it. It's like that meme from, and I w- uh, from uh, Dave Chappelle. You got any more of that PNG? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we you know, uh, got it out to him, and uh, he thanked me a lot for it. I ordered one. Actually, I, I, I have it in my closet right now. I just got it in. Nice. So Because I'm going to see him twice over uh, New Orleans weekend. But he actually sold it. At a Fight Club Pro shirt. That was a shirt he printed. And he's like, this is the only time I'm printing it, only for the show. If you don't know what Fight Club Pro is, it's a very niche, small UK company. And that made me happier than ever. Not just being like, even though Progress is niche, mm-hmm. Fight Club's nicher. Yep. Uh, like Progress, Reptide, Attack are very, very small companies. And knowing that he's like, I'm only selling it to these fans, that tells me a couple things. Being like, he trusted those fans to be like, they'll get this joke and they'll be in on it. Right. And that this is a small enough crowd to appreciate this design. And I had the biggest smile when I read that. I'm like, I'm on a Fight Club yeah, Pro show. That's awesome. My stuff's being sold at Fight Club yeah. Pro by David Starr, who's also from, you know, I'm from Pennsylvania. He's right. from Pennsylvania. So I was just really like thrilled about that. So well, it was really I think cool. it's kind of funny. When I first met you, you were like, you don't know who David Starr is? You know, oh, I mean, we were typing when it right, happened, right? right, right. It was like one of our first episodes together. And you were like, you don't know who David Starr is? I said, no, because get, get off this podcast. Oh, and now God. it's like, a, it's always like six, eight months or a year later. I don't know how long the time has passed. But I was like, oh, yeah, I love David Starr. He's I'm still favorite. waiting for a bad David Starr match. There, He always does something. He's everywhere, though. He is one of the hardest oh, working yeah. men. And, I mean, he's, he's you watch Rev Pro, he's on there. Progress, he's on there. He uh, Defy Wrestling. Uh, CZW, he wrestles right. for a lot. Uh, AAW, w- he do, uh, WXW, w- huge in yeah, WXW. Yeah. They love him in Germany. Yeah, uh, yeah, he'll wrestle. All he's over all the over. Place. He, and, and if you follow him on Twitter, he or Twitter or Instagram, yeah. he's constantly traveling. Yeah, and he'll put up a schedule, and he'll have like eighteen dates booked within um, just a handful of dates. When I'm going to go see him is at Rev Pro. He's wrestling for, and I'm um, going to Joey Janela's Spring Break. God help me. Um, and he's wrestling uh, Mike Quackenbush, who founded uh, Shikara. The founder of, uh, and he's uh, Quackenbush trained. If you go, he trained Cesaro, right. he trained uh, right. Drew Gulak, he trained you know. Right. So they're gonna have a match at midnight at Joey Janela's Spring Break, and I'm like, that's gonna be the silliest shit I see. I can't wait. Yeah, can't wait. I'm gonna see Penta too. They just announced that. Did they? Yeah, nice. I've never seen Penta wrestle, so I'm excited about that. Good times. Uh, we'll talk about that all that later. So we'll rev it up and we'll take it to the fast lane. <laughs> Sorry, oh, bad transition. Horrible transition. Uh, we'll take it to next gear. In the next gear. Oh no! No, you're making it worse. We'll, we'll uh, put the pedal to this the metal. This will be fast. The pedal to the metal. Fast to sleep lane. Yeah. What do we got? Uh, so I'm not even gonna go over everything. I'm gonna just, hit. Just I'm gonna hit the Shinsuke and uh, Rusev. I thought that was actually a really entertaining. Good, match. but Rusev. The crowd was really into it. Right, and it's a shame that all these guys get these awkward momentums where WWE is like, "Well, this is what we have planned for the next six months." Rusev's really hot right now. Yeah, but. We're not going to give them anything. Um, but I don't think they were planning on this whole Rusev day to take off. Sometimes WWE acts like they have the crystal ball and they know. They don't. The eight ball, magic eight ball. Mm-hmm. They don't. They didn't know the Rusev day. Oh, we're going to get with there. It. I'll tell you where that Rusev should have been on this card. Continue. Okay. Continue. Uh, good match. Uh, both, yeah, both. Very good match. It was actually. Both are very good workers. They excellent. have good ring psychology. Both had fantastic. They're yeah. not going to do anything to hurt Shinsuke before Mania. No. He's, they're going to play it safe because. Now you we get into the the talky Raws and Smackdowns where they're like, okay, this is booked. It's on the card. People uh, are paying now to see these matches. So now 
Shinsuke and Styles kind of get like, okay, go out there and have a match, but take it easy. Just take it yeah. easy. Pump the brakes. Yeah. We got a lot of a lot of money to make. Yeah. Uh, next match uh, you are going to get to later. We're going to get to it now. Sure. Uh, Bobby Roode versus... Here it is. Okay. Randy Orton. <laughs> You're waiting. Thank God they're finally letting Randy Orton get over on people. Oh, wait. I'm lying. Nope. What the f- fuck, WWE? Yep. Yep. Every fucking year. Is there like some kind of... He must have something in his contract being like... Randy's got to go for a belt or have a big match going to a pay-per-view. It's like, really? You had to bury Bobby Roode's momentum? Yeah. For what purpose does that serve? No purpose. No. Rusev should have wrestled Bobby Roode. Right. That should be the storyline. Two hot guys. That would have been a heel, match, yeah. Hot face going into yeah. it. Now, the one thing I do think is going to happen after this rivalry, I don't really care. Like, all of a sudden... Randy Orton cares about the U.S. title. He's like, I, it's the one that slipped through my fingers. Fuck you. You've never wrestled for it. No. You've been acting like it's beneath you. All the mid-card right. titles. Sorry. I get very yeah. passionate. No, you're right, like, though. It's I don't true. understand. Like, you're I alone. understand he's a, <laughs> a he's a veteran. Like, the Cena stuff, I get. Right. But, like, Randy can't do comedy bits. He can't do this. He can't do that. He's not really heel. He's not really a face. He's just in limbo. But every time he's in limbo, you have guys like, Ziggler on the roster. Sami Zayn's never won a belt. Owens is in the top. There's other guys you're trying to build or who have the hot hand right now. Bobby Bobby Roode's really hot right now. Rusev's really hot right now. You brought Ziggler back to do what? Nothing. You took the U.S. belt off him to give it to Bobby, to hand it over to Randy fucking Orton? Yep. AKA, I AKA Randy Borton. Oh, um, I, I, I'm I so don't bored get by it. I, that's exactly it. Now yep. it's like, Jesus Christ, you couldn't put him just in the Andre Battle Royal, yep. RKO 30 people and do a stupid fucking pose and put him to the back. I'm swearing a lot now. No, you're I'm fine. Gonna, you, can I just, you can curse I all you want. I don't get it. Yeah. I was so frustrated with that because I'm like, you just derailed someone who yep. was doing really good. Now the one, uh, the one plus that might come out of this is this might be time for them to move bobby back to being heel okay yeah which could be the move sure but they also have jinder mahal in this rivalry who exactly (laughs) so yeah but if you're gonna turn bobby heel don't get don't put it against two guys who one is obviously a heel jinder and then Orton, who's just like this borderline anti-hero character, being yeah. like, no, you have to put him against a over face for him to take the, for them to get the belt. Like Bobby should have been surprised pinned by Ty Dillinger. Fucking throw it out there. Mm-hmm. Lost it to Ty. Have Ty be like, oh, my God, I actually have a belt and blah, right. blah, blah. And Bobby screw him over literally the smackdown before Mania. And come into Mania as a hot heel with the yep. belt. Yep. No. Randy Orton. What the? He must. I want to know his contract. He must have the most ironclad goddamn contract. He is on, on the planet. Well, I think he, is the high, he is the highest paid salary. He is, yeah. Wrestl, full-time wrestler. I know that. He's paid more than Cena, but Cena makes it on merch. Because right. people at least try to like Cena 90% of the time. Right. Orton, I don't get it i'm not saying he's a bad wrestler and he hasn't earned his place but he's one of those guys where i feel like we're he's just gonna be sticking around for the next five years and taking people's opportunities away right it's yeah. like 
I can understand someone getting over on him and getting the belt, but the two guys on him, it's like one was just world champion. The other one was the NXT champion. Well, okay, so I put it this way. He should be, he in his career now, he should be uh, what Chris Jericho is. He, be a veteran right. who can help elevate other people. Right. You don't need to win. You don't need to have belts. People still, you still, when you put Orton on a marquee, people are going to look. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Put him against someone else that can help elevate him. Like, mm-hmm. it should have been the reverse. Like, Orton should have already had the belt, and he could have lost it to Rude. That would have been a big moment for Rude. Or, you know, some other belt going right. on, going into Mania. But, like, I feel like Orton, quote-unquote veteran, he's been doing through the business for a long time. You know, he's he's relatively good shape physically. Mentally is another story. But, I mean, the guy is, you know, he's worked his butt off to get where he is. But I also feel like he's he's not what the fans want anymore. It, this isn't 2005. He's plateaued. This isn't 2005 He's anymore. plateaued, and yeah. he, he's handed things as, now if he loses the belt, like last year when he won the world title, there was, like, no reaction. He won the world title last year? Yeah. Last year? At Mania. Against Bray. I'm not joking. I'm actually literally like, exactly. he actually won last year. Yeah, I listen remember. to the voices in your head. They were like, you slept through that match. Yeah, he beat Bray oh, for the shit. WWE Championship. And he, he was a, and he was also the undisputed champion uh, at Royal Rumble, uh, going into Royal Rumble when Cena, when CM Punk left. I don't even remember that. I don't that's, get it. that's nuts. I don't get He's got what? all these accolades coming to him. He, I don't know. And Novice Care. Nope. Novice Care. They're definitely the interesting community. We had, this, we had the same... We had the same conversation when we were trying to talk about Rumble. We're like, who won it last year? I was yeah. like, uh, Orton did. Why? <laughs> he had no reason to win that. He yeah. had no business winning the Rumble. No. He, they could have had the exact same match. You know, they should have had Goldberg win it and just do his shot early. And they that's at least people will be like, oh, yeah. I, to put it in another perspective, I, I think Orton doesn't have – he doesn't have the it factor when it comes to – Not cross- anymore. He's just, he used to, but not anymore. He comes back – See, this the other. <laughs> I'm gonna be mean here. What's hurting Orton right now is not being hurt. Usually, Orton gets hurt every eight months to a year. He leaves for a while. We think we want him back. He's hot for like three months, like you said, like Jericho. Right. And then we care for a bit, but the problem is he's stayed healthy for the last like three years. Yeah. And you're just like. Who's left for him to wrestle? Yeah. And then him, dera- I just feel like he derailed. If you want him to get over and get put him back in a rivalry with Baron Corbin. Yeah. Because at least then I know I can go to the bathroom. So you got Baron Borbin. <laughs> you got Baron Borbin and uh, Randy Borton. So that's my joke. My nickname. They're good. Up. Good. So I don't care about either one of those. I'm done talking about this. Yeah. I think it sucks. I know. Uh, they're I feel bad for like Rude. I just feel bad for Rude. No, if honest. they're going to turn him heel, I understand it. And. I, I think Rude, I would like to see Rude more as an IC champion, so maybe they're going to move him over to Raw, and they're just taking the belt off him now, and they don't know who they're going to put the belt on. And I don't know. I don't know. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, go ahead. Um, next is, which was the tag decent match. Ma- yeah, it was a decent match. Um, it, well, uh, okay. So it was, a, it was a no contest because it got interrupted. By the by, Bludgeon Brothers. Which is the dumbest name ever. Not the Hammer um, Brothers, but the Bludgeon Brothers. I don't. That's a, that's tough to say. How do you spell it? Most people don't know how to spell it. No. So it's like, uh, I don't know. know why they have to wear like full body suits now. Like yeah. it just the, it just the seemed, whole gimmick. I don't. Get it, it seems like a mid ninety or early nineties WWE gimmick, and I don't know why they were like 
we have to repackage. They didn't even repackage Rowan and Harper. No. They just they were like, this is your name now. They'd be yeah. like, how the about, same guys. how about Rowan and Harper? I think that's a pretty good name. Right. Let's just stay with that. Yeah. Anyways, uh, the thing that irritated me, with me about this match is they kept saying the guys interrupt an instant classic. I'm like, what? The Like, we've seen New Day and Usos wrestle. Have some amazing matches. Ma- Hell amazing in a Cell matches. match was amazing. And I would not put that up there. Right. Because they, A, they didn't have enough time. And B, it was a non-finish. Yeah. But them saying that could have been an instant classic. And it, really? It okay. wasn't their best. No. Right. No, no, no. But they do they do have a good rivalry. as a, you know, They've done a good job of building their rivalry. Right. It will, it will be interesting to see how they get to Mania and what the, the tag the tag match is going to look like. The next match, I didn't, I didn't, I, I didn't watch all of it, so I need, I need your assistance. Charlotte, yeah, Riot. Charlotte and Riot. I, I didn't. Get it was a bad, solid match. Um, Both good workers. You, I mean, Riot's not going into Mania. No, with, with the, the belt. belt. No, I, even though I, I, I think she's fantastic. She's amazing. Yeah. I think she's really, really good. Another, another talent. I think you know what? Six months, six months in NXT, she probably could have had a good rivalry with um, Ember Moon. Then flipped her heel. Yeah. Then moved her up. Uh, then because she was super over as NXT as a face, and then they're like, "Nope, you're a heel now." Yeah. For what reason? You think they're trying to do a CM Punk on her, like no. you know where she's trying to be? They want her to be kind of like a uh, the no, because she's she's not that good enough on the mic. Yeah, it's true. The thing that made she's Punk, really good in ring and stuff, right. Yeah. She's a good leader. I yeah. think uh, Riot Squad is first of all those three women are amazing. Are really talented. Liv Morgan, uh, Sarah Logan, Sarah Logan. Yeah. But they were all really established veterans, and they mm-hmm. moved them up. Where um, uh, Absolution. Thank you. I almost said Ascension. <laughs> the female Ascension. Yeah. Um, true. But Descension. Descension. Sonia Deville uh, is a Descension. Got you. Um, got you. Got you. I don't think they were ready to move up and you can see the ring work. Right. Even though like Liv is the one taking the pins, she's still putting good work in. Mm-hmm. Um, Logan is the heavy, mm-hmm. but she's a believable heavy. Cause she wrestles almost like a hardcore style or brawl, brawler style. Cause hardcore is not a style. I don't care what Ron says. It's a match. It's mm-hmm. not. No one wrestles a hardcore style. No. Anyways. Um, yeah. So I, no, I, I just, uh, I think Flair, if Flair didn't come in, Flair had, I mean, it was almost one of those things where the, she could have been with anyone else. I honestly think the entire Fastlane card could have been an extended SmackDown. Could have uh, been. Even the, yeah, even the last match, it felt like they were trying to spin so many different storylines sure. for that one match. Yeah. And it was one of those things where I was watching it, and I cared about the Zane Owen spots. Yep. I did not care about the Ziggler. Baron Corbin was in that match, right? Was he? Yes, he was. Yes. Yes, he was. <laughs> I had to look down and see. <laughs> That's bad. So That's obviously really bad. he didn't do anything memorable. No. Um they you know, Cena and Styles can wrestle every day of the week. It'll be a good oh, match. Yeah, very but solid I match. I think they've they've they're starting to burn that candle at both ends. Yeah. Being like, do they have a face heel rivalry? Is it like what Cena had with Orton for a while, where it's that competitive rivalry type thing. I feel like Cena, real quick, I feel like Cena, I, I feel like he phoned it in during the Elimination Chamber, but I, I feel like he actually put some more emphasis into this match because I, I think some of the fans were kind of like, it's, they were unsure what was going to happen because Cena isn't going to be, right. you know, doing anything. You know, he's just going to come in as a fan and all no. that stuff. 
bullshit. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like Cena actually put a little extra into this because I actually really like the spot with him and Ziggler where Ziggler uh, countered the attitude adjustment into the Famouser. I thought that was really well done. Like, I don't even know if that was like planned. So it just happened to... I I know they're building this whole thing with Cena and Tagger. Yeah. And we'll, we'll just jump ahead. So Styles won the match. Not surprised. No. Because Styles knocked Styles more is money. Styles knocked more is money. Amazing. It was money three years ago. Yep. It's money yep. today. Exactly. Everyone's wanted to see them because um, they haven't touched you know it's gonna be a tough doing a face versus face rivalry because last time you know uh, styles last match in bullet club nakamura was the hot talent over in uh, new japan right this one they're both beloved they're both excellent wrestlers uh aj could wrestle a steel chair and make it look good uh nakamura <laughs> right nakamura if you put him in with the right talent He's fine. I thought his matches with Jinder were a little, a little dry because I think Jinder's a little dry. Right. I really don't think it was Nakamura, you right. know, because Jinder has one reaction to everything. It's snarl. Yeah. Arr, yeah. Arr. Um, he doesn't get surprised either. Why surprises? I actually think the best match that that Nakamura's had in WWE was against Rusev. I really enjoyed that match. Yeah, uh, I think it was really not good not though. not considering NXT, of course. Uh, that's uh, Sami Zayn Nakamura. Love that match. That match was right. insane. Right. Insane. Insane. <laughs> He's doing it again. Yes. Um, I think that's fine. The guys coming out of the matches. I'm interested in seeing what they're going to do with Sane Owens and Shane. But obviously, one of them's going to wrestle Shane. Shane's going to be involved in the match. Something like that. Uh, I wish it was just Sami Owens. I honestly do. Even though they're, you know. Give them the number one contendership, like a solid number one contender contendership with whoever wins. Um, I really don't care who wins between Styles and Nakamura either. I just hope it's a good match. Yeah. Because I don't think it, either one's going to get derailed from losing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's going to be the match of the sh- of the night. I think I, as long as I give them time. Yeah. But I think they're going to give them like Brock Roman will end the show. I'm telling everyone now because yeah. Roman has ended the show the last four. And I don't right. know why. Um but most likely it will be Brock's last match. Uh, that's the rumor. Yeah. I, I believe that is true, even though they're like, he's signed for the night after Raw. And it's like, yeah, no one cares. It's a good time to bring someone back who's super over to take Brock out and throw him out on the streets of New Orleans at the end of the show. And honestly, the guy who deserves to do it is Braun Strowman. I do agree. Just saying that. Braun Strowman is, deserves to throw. He's got it all. Right. He can lift both up with. You know, one inch up with each hand and just toss them on the street. The rumors that Heyman might go to, uh, you know, uh, be the advocate for Ronda afterwards is actually excellent. I love the idea. I love the idea. Because yeah. it's amazing. I would love to see a heel manager with a face character. Oh, that'd be that'd awesome. be so neat. It would be I so would really different. Like, I would really like that. Anyways. Actually, that actually has me excited um, to think I, about that. I don't understand what they're doing with Dolph. Baron, I don't. He's gonna be in the stupid battle royal, or whatever hodgepodge of crap. Yeah. I have a feeling that's where Ziggler's going too. And it's like, why did you bring Ziggler back? I would love just to see. They brought him back too early for Rumble. Yeah. Um, and I think it had to do with the payday. I think he wants the pay per view paydays, and it was part of his contract because he yeah. renegotiated for more money and sure. more opportunities and stuff like that. Um, I would love just seen him come back the night after Raw and challenge. Nakamura or challenge right it's challenge someone new and fresh where you're like oh they haven't seen Dol- and Dolph 
I own a Dolph Ziggler t-shirt. I, I am a fan of his. And he's I, a great he, worker, he but is. him and him like, guys like Cesaro are in like this this hell of... Right. You get to taste the top They're great, event, but you don't they, get... Yeah. We're not going to... We're not going to put the belt on you. Right. You know, type thing. But, like, Jinder has a eight-month run, and no, it it didn't move the needle for the fans. So you're saying that they're the William Regal of um, WWF? Regal never got a title shot, did he? No. Mm-mm. World title, no. So. At least Ziggler tasted it, but he had the But concussion. I think people have a big a big respect for Ziggler, and for, especially Cesaro. Cesaro is super over in the IWC, so... Uh, I think people have a huge fan. You know, they love his work. Um, I think Cesaro would be an, or not Cesaro. Uh, Ziggler would be an excellent member of Bullet Club. If he, he has left, that moxie, if yeah, he left I do WWE, agree with that. If he left uh, WWE and went to Ring of Honor or Japan, he would be an amazing Ziggler with the Bucks. Would oh just man, sell, sell. They sell, would, especially if Omega's out. Yeah. Like, it's weird to say, what do you think the best move for Dolph Ziggler? It's like, leave WWE because you're just, when you're, now you can be uncandid. You can say the things do you, you want to do. you see what they're you doing with Emma? You can have the 30 minutes. And a ring of Honor? With what? Emma. Like, he, she is going full. Right. I mean, she's, they're just being like, do it. You're, she's you're incre- incredible. Like, but I think they learned that from bringing Cody in. True. Where Cody yep. is like, yep. you know, third generation or second generation uh, superstar, born in the business. His dad was one of the greatest of all time. And they're just like, here's the mic. What do you want to do? And he yep. can be funny, and he can be serious, and he can be an asshole. And yep. he just sells it at every level. That and it's like he stuff. knows exactly how to play to the yep. crowd and yep. play to the camera. And he knows the things that will get over that he shouldn't be doing, but knows if he does it and he just brings it to that line yep. that he can get over that much more. Yep. So, But anyways, I digress. So – Coming out, I think both pay-per-views, this was the last um, single-brand pay-per-views. Yeah. After Mania, it's all uh, brand-combined right. uh, pay-per-views, which I think they need to go back to. Yeah. Because, honestly... Too exhausting. I, it's just... We want to get to Mania. Yeah. And it, it was cool when it was uh, No Way Out used to be yeah. the one. And then they changed to the Chamber. And Chamber, right. I get. You have the Rumble for this championship. You have the Chamber for this sense, championship. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. You know, you take your, your top six guys and you put them in one match and see who comes out. It's fun for the fans, too, because right. it's as much of a guessing game as it is for the Rumble, the Chamber is. There's not another match that you feel like it's that kind of spot. Oh, maybe a ladder match. but Sure, yeah. You know, it it is what it is, but Fastlane just felt like I it, I couldn't watch it live, and then I re I watched it again, and there was nothing there that really kind of held my attention, being yeah. like, oh, this was worthwhile. Where yeah. I, I thought SmackDown afterwards was a much better show because mm-hmm. it took the steps forward, being like, this is where we're going for WrestleMania. I don't think Fastlane did that. Fastlane felt like, okay, we're wrapping up the storylines that happened between the Royal Rumble and Fastlane. Yeah, sure. yeah. It felt like its own little contained thing. Yeah. Because now we're seeing AJ and Nakamura connect. Now we know Asuka's going for this title. Right. Now we know it's all these other questions are finally like, okay, well now we have 
Should be twenty three days left. Right. Should be exciting. Yep, exciting time. I just don't feel yep. like I think now the storylines are going to be really rushed. Where right. it's like if we didn't, f- they have fast more time lane, to build it. Yeah. We could have built it a lot yeah. faster, yeah. or had more time to burn right. uh, and get it in people's head, being like, okay, now we have. There, so, what? There's twenty four days. There's what three weeks, four right. weeks, a yeah. little less. Yeah, three weeks. So they should just get rid of fast lane. Just keep elimination chamber. Give them right, it would just make time. a double brand. That's right. all. Because yeah. the problem is they're waiting to tell you these were the matches for Rumble till after Fastlane. Sure. Or you put them on back to back weeks if you're going to do two. Right. But one of them's got to disappear. Right. I I think Fast, Fastlane goes. Limited Chamber's got you a little know, more of when a. When WWE went to the whole thing where the the name of the pay per view was after the big match in it, I thought that was dumb. Yeah. But from if you're not a hardcore wrestling fan, if you're a casual fan, where like us we have, you know, people we watch wrestling with that aren't really hardcore fans, but they hear the name of the match in the title being like tonight's elimination chamber, tonight's Royal Rumble, tonight's Survivor Hell Series. Cell. So yeah. They're like, Oh, I know what that thing is. Yeah. I want to see that match. Right. Even though they don't know who's in it, they want to see For that. For marketing match. purposes. Right. Yeah. TLC, stuff like that. More accessible. I get that. Yeah. When I say I'm like Oh, I'm gonna go see Fastlane. I'd be like, "What? They wrestle on a highway?" Yeah. Uh, so like, <laughs> yeah. Yes, they have a six. Great man. balls of fire! Right. Oh God! First blood. Oh, it's I want to hit you so first, bad for bringing that up. First, replacing first blood was what they replaced it with. What, was it called first? Yeah, blood? First blood, and then and then it was now it's great balls of fire. If they keep great balls of They're fire, they're not gonna keep great balls of fire. No, they need to bring back King of the Ring. Oh yeah, right now that would be all- good way. I always love the King of the Ring. Real quick. King of the Ring was a great way to elevate somebody without giving them the title. Right. Uh, and it's still and they and they milked it. Remember when Owen uh uh well, Barrett became yep. King Barrett, Booker, Booker became King Booker, Seamus became King, King Seamus. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but Owen Hart, yes. Owen Hart I think, and then, I think yeah, back like, to back. I think Brett's yep. the only one that didn't milk it. No. They just put it on him and he he got beat up by Jerry the King Lawler. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, yeah, I think that That'd look at cool. what it did to guys like Austin. It did, you know, it it was like you've arrived. Triple H. Yep. A lot of these guys got like a push, like yep. immediately after that. Al Rock didn't win it. He lost it to Shamrock. Yeah. In the final. Imagine if, but it was enough that you got to see a variety of matches. Right. Well, right. imagine if someone like Bobby Roode won the King of the Ring. Holy shit! He well, would talk about that. Let's let's look at what Two Hundred Five is doing with the tournament. I actually, since the whole, the, it's been good. It's been really talent. It's been really, it's it, it's been very interesting because the talent seems like they're f- actually giving a damn. Like they're actually giving extra. Well, then now they're not trying to fit four matches and two talking segments in mm-hmm. an hour long show. Mm-hmm. Now it's like we're gonna have two, maybe three matches, and they've been super competitive. They brought in a bunch of guys who the fans know. Like they brought in Roddy Strong. They brought in Tyler Bate. They brought right. in. Mark Andrews, they brought in uh, Buddy Murphy, like guys who are fan favorites yep. that are just good workers against yep. anybody. Yep. But then they got them wrestling a cruiserweight style, mm-hmm. and it's like we, man, you're doing it right. It's, you're doing it's it what right. we wanted it from the beginning, right? And it's, now they're slowly starting to build. See, the problem was with uh, the cruiserweight classic, no storyline spun out of that. It was a straight thing. They went uh, went right into a show where it's like. Here's all of our cruiserweights. Yay. <laughs> and like no one had any kind of idea who these guys were in right. kind of background. Where the UK tournament, at the end of that, Pete Dunn attacks another competitor. I forget the guy's name. I, I haven't seen him wrestle either. since. Yeah. 
And that's the first time I ever heard Pete Dunn's name. They're like, Pete Dunn, a competitor, Pete Dunn in the UK tour. I'm like, what is going on? Yeah. Like, immediately it spins that interest where I'm like, I have to see night two. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? Uh, I th- And now they're going back to that. They're getting, they're like, okay, let's reset. I'm really hoping when we get to Mania and the 205 after Mania, they get rid of the purple. They, they change the belt strap. Right. Everyone wants that. I don't right. know if they're going to do it repackage it feel it more like i want to see that more as like a competitive show like nxt is a great blend of all that nxt in an hour you get you know three or four matches usually once a squash a good talking segments some uh, vignettes and they go it feels like a two-hour show but it's packed full of content and it's only an hour and it feels longer i mean a two-hour show in a good sense because you get enough of that story you're like oh yeah and you don't see the same guys from block to block also because they're the way they space out their pay-per-views they have more time to build the rivalries and build the championships and build like they did this whole thing where alistair building 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 and then when it's like okay takeover's coming off Who's been our best guy? Who's won the most matches? Who's been the most successful? Alistair Black. He's our number one contender. Mm-hmm. 205 needs to take that and run with it. But the problem with 205 is they need to, I would say, almost double their roster yep. and figure out where they're going to bring other cruiserweights in from, if it's from NXT, if it's from anyone that's you know 205 or less on the main rosters. Put them, put them on the show. Like, yeah. especially you have so much talent and we're about to go into another draft. The rumor is that the draft's going to be its own pay-per-view after mania. Oh, is it? Okay. Oh God, that will be so awesome. That that needs to happen. Don't split it apart three nights and a supplement yeah. draft. And this yeah. is what happened online. If right, you're watching no. talking smack, these three people got traded. Yeah. No, put it on a three hour long pay-per-view have like they usually do. I like the year where they fought and who, if SmackDown won or Raw won, they got the draft pick. That was cool, yeah. Go back yeah. to that format was amazing. And doing that in a pay-per-view, top-notch. But there's a lot of talent. There's Great a lot tip. of things. I'm glad we're building the Mania. Mm-hmm. I'm getting excited-ish. I'm excited for uh, Asuka Charlotte. I'm excited for Nakamura. Right. Um, Styles. Um, the Cena thing, I think it's going to be uh, – I don't know. We'll see. I, I I'll be I'll be surprised if they they f- make it like a full fledged Taker. I think it's gonna be more like Bray Wyatt. Remember what they did with Bray Wyatt? Where he kept yeah. calling out Taker, kept calling out Taker, right. never showed Taker that at Mania Taker showed up. Right. Seen it. I think it's gonna be the same thing with Zane. probably. Yeah. And I think we're gonna get uh, Mark Calloway. I don't think we're gonna get. Oh Taker. yeah. I think we're gonna get American Badass. Yeah. We're gonna get old man. Old man looking for a fight, Johnny yeah. Cash, yeah. Undertaker, which will be awesome too. Oh yeah, I'd be into that. I just yeah. want him to whip Cena's ass, yeah, just so bad. But all right, awesome. Well, that's been another episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. Our review slash preview to WrestleMania. Uh, we'll be talking more about WrestleMania in the weeks to come. Yep. So stay tuned for that. Uh, you can find us on the internet at HH Podcast Show. And how do people find you on the internet? Uh, you need an internet connection. Well, we still yes. have one. Yes. If you're on the Internet Gold package that's coming out, I'm just kidding. That's a net neutrality joke. Yes. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at citizen underscore cold. And on Twitter, it's the same. Just add 18 to the end. And right now, if you go on that, you'll just see that I have a ton of Mardi Gras bead designs, which I'll talk about on a later episode. Yes. Very so. excited about that. Very, so, yes. Uh, so definitely uh, send him a like. Um, 
all this or follow. stuff. Or follow. Follow. If you message me, I'll, I'll talk to you. Yep. So you'll definitely do that. Um, find us on Facebook.com forward slash Happy Hour Podcast Show. We're on pretty much all the main podcasting choices, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music. Just go in there, give us a little review, uh, review us, uh, leave us a comment, re- reread everything. Uh, and then, of course, when you're talking about the happy hour of Johnny Deuce, there's not one, not two, but three hashtags you want to put in your social media of choice. That's hashtag happy hour podcast, hashtag HH podcast show, and hashtag deuces on the loose. Later. Bye.